have seven beers <laughs> before bed. Probably find a healthier alternative. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like quitter talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, yeah I agree. there's one thing I'm not, and that's a quitter. Well, welcome to Scotch and Splenda, guys, the podcast that tastes like The Office and gets you drunk like finding a job at a regional paper company, framing Debbie Brown for a quality check, <laughs> meandering your way through sprouted mung beans and finding yourself in the right place at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> Here on Scotch and Splenda, we're talking about anything and everything in The Office, but most importantly, theories, side stories, and what ifs. We're your co-regional managers, as always. I'm AJ. I'm BJ. I'm Nick. And uh, on this episode, you just may realize you're not real, man, because <laughs> we're talking about who? Who could we be talking who about? Who could it be? We're talking about the winner of this beautiful mini fridge, <laughs> courtesy of Man's Refrigeration, Creed Bratton, oh, ladies and Creed Bratton. Is that the most references we've ever shoehorned into an I just got to try. Oh. I got to try. Oh. So, uh, yeah, Creed Bratton. Um, we've got so many requ- requests for Creed Bratton. Lots. Uh, just to, to do a Creed episode. Talk about Creed. There's so many theories. There's so many. Scrand Strangler and all these different uh, uh, things surrounding Creed. Lots of TikTok I mean, folks wanting Creed. Yep. Yep. Uh, TikTok has been blowing up. We've Instagram. Been blowing up on the Instagram, our email, everything. And uh, well, here we are. It's time to talk about Creed for you. Yep. And we do appreciate the emails. They actually have been coming in. Quite regularly now, and we are loving it. Yeah. Reminder to make sure you're sending in your fan theories while you leave us a five-star review. Uh, Apple Podcasts will let you write it out and let you write that fan theory while you're doing your review. Spotify, just got to smash that five stars for us, guys. That's all you got to do. But also remember that you can uh, record yourself and send it in an email. Shoot us a message. uh, Instagram, I'm sure we can get them a few different ways, guys. If you can record yourself and send in your fan theory, uh, we would love to hear it and hear your voice uh, doing it. So we can get the, all the inflections and the, the vibes right. Get all the nuances yeah. of your fan theories. Uh, friend of the podcast, Allie, sent in this, and she sent in two really great ones, but we want to focus on the second one this time around because um, uh, I, I think this is, a, this is a good one to, to dive into, Okay. Uh, And here it is from Allie. Is Jim actually, like, a shitty person? Like, he broke up with uh, Karen, and he kind of helped end the relationship between Pam and Roy a little bit. So, I don't know. I was just kind of curious on your guys' perspectives on that, if that's something you guys will do. I know it's not like a theory, but just kind of curious on your guys' opinions. I would also like to add that I don't necessarily think Jim is a shitty person, but he's done some <laughs> shitty stuff. But he also does some really sweet stuff. So, okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye. Uh, okay, bye. I, I will say this. I love this. I love this thought. There, if you um, if you search out on like the Reddit threads and like everywhere, we'll we'll talk about like 
they try to stir it up like Jim and Pam aren't that great of people, you know, that kind of a thing. Jim, I'll start this off though by saying, let's be real. Jim's basically a homewrecker. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Well, uh, that's okay. Sure. Did he not? Uh, well, I think he think that that relationship had big issues. You think that big that four, issues? Like you take Jim completely out of the equation, I think they still had some big issues. You think the wrecking crew was outside the home already? I yeah. think. <laughs> I think without Jim, they would have they would have gotten married, but would have ended in divorce. I see. I wouldn't have been a happily happy ever after. You know, okay. it's it's they weren't meant to be. So. Gotcha. They weren't meant to be. So yes, he he played a, a crucial role. Um, which I'll talk about actually later in this episode mm-hmm. in in the demise of Roy and Pam. Yeah, but I think that that relationship was destined um, to be doomed anyway. Okay, all right, fine. Yeah, um, but we can uh, talk about other points of Jim being a, a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I would like to chime in with one. Yeah, yep. go ahead. Uh, and I know that it's been uh, put out there, but uh, he bought a whole fucking house without <laughs> consulting his uh, soon-to-be wife. Yeah, seems like kind of a big one to me. It's like uh, spur of the moment gifts, uh, spontaneous gift giving, things like flowers, chocolates. Oh yeah, little things like nice cuddly sweater. Here's a fucking home. Uh, (laughs) House. (laughs) Here's a house. Here seems seems to be kind of a problem to me. I will agree with you 100. percent As someone who just bought their first house. I can confidently tell you that if I bought one without uh, my lady's the consent. Ab- approval, that yeah. I would be single. Yeah. So <laughs> you would be living in that house on your own. alone. Okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. So I and you know we're gonna we won't go too far into it, but I think we could agree that some of Jim's pranks on Dwight's go way oh, too far. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep, for um, sure. And not even not just on Dwight. I mean. Uh, uh, he he's in a constant joke mode. He doesn't take his work seriously. Like let's I just want to create this like let's go the negative way. Like okay. let's rewrite Jim Halpert from the perspective of him being the villain in like Dwight's world, right? Do like the horror movie trailer version yeah. of yeah. Jim Halpert. It's like the Mrs. Doubtfire recut trailer or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's flirting with with other people in the office. Yeah. He is not interested in his his work. He he kind of puts in the bare minimum. He admits that he like barely ever tries. Mm-hmm. He's always messing with his coworkers. Uh he's messing with the boss. Um I think you look at Jim on paper and I think that uh, what's his name was absolutely right. Charles Minor was very, uh, very correct about Jim Halpert. I, you know, I think we talked about it a little bit when we discussed Charles, um, but he he nailed it on the head. And I, I know I said it in a previous episode where like he favored Dwight. Why? Because Dwight was the hardest working, best salesman yeah. in the company. Yeah. Right. And Jim was a slack off. I mean, his first day there, he's wearing a tux. Yeah. Um, to be, you know, to to be to, to be a an, passive aggressive jerk yeah, to, to antagonistic. Dwight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Being antagonistic to Dwight and, yep. and like just tell him make him seem silly. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah. I don't know. Um I you know, going through, you know, he dumped Karen in New York. <laughs> I'm I'm team Karen. I've always I, been team Karen. Uh Rashida Jones, my goodness. <laughs> Let's have you heard the song Earth Angel? Okay, cuz she is a walking earth angel. That Rashida Jones, but Rashida Jones. Yeah, team Karen. Team, team Karen. <laughs> yeah, and to that point like then proceeds to go along with stuff like uh the panty raid in Utica. 
Correct. Um, where they end up showing up at yep. Karen's branch. And he's like trying everything he can to stay out of it, but then just seems to make it worse. Yep. I, I don't, I can't imagine like him going, him going and thinking like, oh yeah, I'll be able to like stop these two from doing something bad. That was why he went to Utica. Right. He's like, okay, you're going to miss it though. Wait, miss what? Yeah. And he decides to go along. Uh, you can, you could argue both sides of that. Like he, like he said the reason that he went is so that they wouldn't use the gasoline. The gasoline. And they, that's been in the trunk the whole time. Or real bombs. Or real bombs. <laughs> It'd be so badass. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. It would be badass. That would be so badass. <laughs> you are correct, uh, sir. Uh, oh, and then you can jump to uh, him taking the job in Philly. Philly job. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I want to save a little bit more of that talk for, for a Jim Pam episode coming up. Totally. But I think um, he had... Plenty of opportunity to discuss it with Pam, kind of yeah. like be a little more open with her. With her, mm-hmm. um, and then on the flip side, like why is why was he scared to to communicate with her about that's, it? You know, so what? Maybe maybe they really were having some well, problems. And that's that's another financial thing that Jim did that was pretty shitty. That was a large amount of financial sunk cost yeah, of their yeah. shared money. Yeah, which is like, yeah, we're good on all ten thousand of that. Uh, like, 10, really? Yeah, all ten grand of that without really getting the okay on that was pretty bold. Yeah. Like I don't I don't know. I recently rewatched that episode too where he he goes to that lunch meeting with him and yeah. they they say to him it's like no it's really okay man like yeah. we don't need you to like we're you know investing's over like we're yeah. good if you don't want to do this. He's like no I want to be a team player. He's like and he started with 5 and it's like 10 10 5 to 10 10. Yeah, we'll just go all in. With we'll just yeah. go all in and they're like okay great. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And yeah. It's like you did not have to do that. No, no. not at all. And with no communication to pay. No communication I mean, to only pay. after the fact. Yeah. And okay, so uh, uh, give me one more. Give you one more of him being a piece of shit. Yeah. Or, or before we turn around and talk about what a nice guy, okay. what a nice gent he is. I think right in that same vein that we were just talking about with his job in Philly is the instance where like Pam was going to the uh, dance recital and yeah. was supposed to be videoing it yeah. and gets the call about a very exciting thing that she's very passionate about. Right. He missed the kids' dance recital. I'm gonna be honest with you, like parents of children out there correct me if i'm wrong they got a lot of fucking dance recitals right yeah Yeah. (laughs) they got a lot of choir concerts they got a lot of fucking jazz rehearsals where they're going to be playing jurassic park off key like we get there's a lot of these things she only gets this call for this huge passion project like once and you're going to just rip her a new one over the fact that she missed the recording on that also if you were so desperate to see your daughter in the dance recital you should have you should have been there you should have just gone yep and nick you are exactly right as someone who grew up with a sister who was in dance there is freaking dance recitals all the freaking time all the time <laughs> God. fair so, enough yeah and yeah so that's a good that's a good one okay now throw let's let's go to the other side because he's not all bad. He's not I, all bad. I mean, look at his relationship and how it changed with Dwight. We talked about that in the uh, unlikely yep. friendships, right? Um, and how uh, you know he becomes his bestest mensch, yeah, and, and he really and he really is you know a good guy. I think one outstanding Jim moment, especially in Dwight, is when he stops Dwight from going back into the um, the saber meeting that right. Robert yes. California was going to tank, right? Um, and saves Dwight's job, right? Hundred percent. I mean, talk about a, a switch from when they're actively trying to get Dwight to get mm-hmm. a new job in season two 
um, to saving his job and, right. and making Todd Packer take the fall, which I just love that. That's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. We all love seeing <laughs> Packer take the fall. Very much so. Yeah. So he's got some redeeming qualities too. He's, he's you know, I think in a word that I would describe him, he's human. He's very human. Uh, I, I think there's a, there's some parts of um, that I think it's really important in watching the super fan episodes that have been recently like getting released. And I can't yeah. wait for the next season that they, they do that with. Um, but you actually get to see how much he really does appreciate Michael's presence. Yeah. Um, how much he, he does enjoy like Dwight. Yep. Uh, they cut a lot of that out. I'm sure to, cause they got to make a narrative. Right. But, the fact that we kind of get to see that um, in the super fan episodes brings you back to like his intent isn't necessarily malicious. Right. Right. And I think the intent behind what you're doing is a big part of what makes you a piece of shit or not. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I agree. A hundred percent. So and, that's why, that's what I think. And he, for the most part, even going back to his pranks, like he, especially in the beginning, he's pranking Dwight because he's trying to impress Pam. Right. Yeah. And so, and he's not, you know, and Dwight is really annoying and Dwight's super annoying. <laughs> yeah. Now you could argue like, okay, someone being annoying you, some of the pranks that like we'll discuss in the prank episode is, For sure. is, is way too much. And way then some the of them are like perfect. Yeah. Like they hilarious. are just a, a great little office fun prank that any normal person would have laughed at themselves, right. you know? Right. And, and Dwight can't do that. And so, you know, he, he kind of, he, he needs to walk the line a little better if it was like a real office. Right. Yeah. Um, cause he would have been fired for some of the pranks for, for sure. A hundred percent. Yep. Good call. Well, so, let's I send it around. We, we do it. We got to do it. We got to send it around the table. Uh, who wants to start? Uh, I can start. Okay. I will say that Jim is not a bad guy. I will say that Jim is a good guy deep down. And I know that we've talked in the past that like, you can take pretty much any character in the show and cherry pick instances that make them out to be a huge piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. You just can't. Yeah. Because they're human individuals and they're going to have times where they're doing well and times where they're not doing well. Yeah. So, no, I think that Jim is human. I think that he definitely takes it over the line in certain instances. I think that he needs to have a real real hard look at the way he handles his financials. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'll agree with Nick. I don't think he's a bad guy to his core. Like I said, I think he's, he's human. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I, you know, it's, it, maybe it's the radon poisoning coming no, out. <laughs> That's radon. causing him to act a, yeah. act a fool. Yeah. It's a radon test. This is a radon test. Kit. <laughs> don't throw <No>. this out. <laughs> So no, I will I I will I will disagree. I don't think that he's uh, he's a bad guy. Yeah, I am gonna make this a three out of three. I don't think he's a bad guy. Uh, he is human, and again, it comes back to what do I feel like Jim's intent behind his jokes and playfulness and lackluster like lackadaisical like work ethic. Where does it really come from? Him being a human. Yeah, and yeah. and he's got to keep himself entertained, and he's but he does have his dreams outside of the office, and. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think that Jim is, uh, does some questionable things, but is not a piece of shit. Okay. All right. Damn. Lock it Locked in. in. Locked in. Uh, All right. Well, that was a, that was a lot of top talking. My mouth's starting to get a little dry. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I think, you know, hashtag you know, segue. Hashtag segue. Uh, uh, I think, uh, I think Nick, you brought us a whiskey yeah. tonight. Yeah. Nick we got Lentz. some good stuff tonight. Let me uh, guess. It's a scotch. It is. <laughs> 
I'm going to make you guys pay for your assumptions of scotches, and at some point I'm going to bring you a real one. If I can get my hands on a bottle of Octor, which is just the peatiest scotch on the planet, you guys are going to be so unhappy. Yeah, yeah. I'm unhappy just talking about yeah. it. <laughs> Tonight is not that. Okay, right, what do we get? Today is a uh, Four Roses single barrel barrel strength. So this was a awesome. uh, single barrel pick from the, uh, I think it's the, yeah, it is the uh, Iowa Alcohol Board oh, okay. uh, that they went through and they picked this barrel out. So this one is nine years, 11 months, so call it 10 years, I guess, Yeah. Um, for the age on that. And you are supposed to get tasting notes of mint, fruit, spicy, and full-bodied. Oh, Okay. okay. But right. it's got a uh, it's got a nice higher rye content to it a little bit. Thirty five percent versus a uh, yeah. Um, you know, a lot of the bourbons and stuff, which are a little bit lower than that, to aim for a little sweeter. But All right. yeah, let's crack into it. Ah, cheers! Let's cheers with our wonderful new glasses that we have. Yes, courtesy of our uh, our friends Danielle and Doug yeah. over at DNF Designs. These are, uh, we'll share a picture of these off on our socials or something here so you guys can see them. But we have some sweet Scotch and Splenda rocks glasses that are uh, custom made. Very, very very cool stuff. Thank you so much. much That was very, very cool. Yeah. Awesome. What an awesome thing to to see and uh, and be drinking out of. Yeah. I don't, I don't, none of our other Patreons have been sending us anything. (laughs) It's just, it's balderdash. This is ridiculous. (laughs) You know what? We asked for shots a long time ago. Yeah. All right, let's taste. Got it. That's good. That's good stuff. Smoky. It is, uh, wow, it warms going down, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, it is a barrel strength, so the uh, the proof on that is 111.4. What were the notes? Because I'm getting, like, I'm, I'm weirdly getting, like, a little bit of licorice. Mint, fruit, spicy, full-bodied. Oh, it's that fruit spicy. Mm-hmm. That's a licorice. Clinky. <laughs> it's like a boozy red Clinky. vine. Yeah, no, not not that no. kind of licorice. <laughs> not that kind. It's it's the kind I would never buy. <laughs> the kind that evil people give on yeah, Halloween. Yep. <laughs> no, it is good if, stuff. If, if I if I ever have a kid and I take them trick or treating and they get black licorice, banana, laffy taffy. <laughs> Or p- circus peanuts. Or circus peanuts. <laughs> We're going to teach that kid uh, how to egg we, a house. Yeah, we are egging your house. Okay, I would rather get a toothbrush than those candies. <laughs> it's better than pennies. Yeah. <laughs> I guess An- I'm, I would assume Angela's the one who gives out pennies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet Angela's the one who sits inside with her lights off and doesn't answer the door. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep, 100%. She sits in there with her cats. Yeah. She's that too she dressed up. She's yeah. too vocal about her judgments. Like she has yeah. to be able to open the door and be like, "Well, I guess, I guess this is what you get," or "I guess your costumes are cute." Mm. What are you supposed to be? Oh, a princess? Mm. Homemade? Okay. Well, Not my white, taste. Yeah. A white sheet with holes cut out of it. Great ghost costume, Charlie Brown brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. Well, back to the booze. Uh, uh, love uh, it. Yes, I like this a lot. This is very good. It's got no. a nice, respectable burn to it. That uh, barrel proof is good stuff. Yeah. It is sort of lighter. It is sort of fruitier. It is sort of, I don't know, more floral almost. Sure. Yeah, I think this is this would be a, a fantastic bourbon in a old fashioned. Yeah, 100%. agreed. I would get that. Yeah. yeah, with a little bit of like orange zest and a, yeah, and a nice sure. Luxardo cherry. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I like that. Um, if you put maraschino cherries in your old fashioned, or you do a Milwaukee old fashioned, click that unfollow. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I guess I uh, quick segue back. <laughs> just I happen to see this. On, I'm in a I'm in a bourbon group on Facebook, and someone at speaking of dance recitals yeah. said heading to my daughter's dance recital out of town for the weekend, and he opened and it was a picture of his suitcase, and all that was in there was bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get through a child's dance recital, yep. ladies and gents. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, well, I suppose I did I did throw an ice cube into mine, and I think for my, my splendor rating, this is this is a one and a quarter. Okay. One and a quarter. One, one and a quarter Oof. packet of Splenda. Uh, do you remember how much was last week? La- no. No. Uh, <laughs> what was last week's? La- uh, uh, that was the yellow, yellow spot. spot. Yeah, yeah, yellow for St. Patty's. I, yeah. I don't think yellow spot was too high. No, no. no you, I think that it's smooth. That was smooth. Yeah. That was like that was a three quarter packet, I think. And if, un- if I remember. Correctly. So what are we? Uh, what are we here to talk about? <laughs> Creed Bratton, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Creed Bratton. <laughs> Welcome to Dunder Mifflin, or as I call it, Great Bratton. Great Bratton. <laughs> Keep it running. Yeah. Creed Creed Bratton. Um, AKA William Charles Schneider. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, William Charles Schneider's uh credit score sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Uh speaking speaking of which he's he is um Creed Bratton came to Dunder Mifflin and how did he get this job? What was it? Uh he wandered in yeah. and just started working and he just never left. <laughs> that's how he got the job. <laughs> like yeah, I can't remember what episode that's talked in. Is it is it a deleted scene? That, uh, that it could be. That that's mentioned in. I think yeah. it is. So he would have gotten the job under Ed Truck. Right. Um and he would have worked for Ed and so Ed, if you think about it, man, it'd be fun to do an Ed Truck episode. Oh, like just geez. we could just speculate the whole episode. Yeah, that would um, be great. But I would for sure say um we can assume that ed is not very aware yeah <laughs> of what's going on in the office if a, if a, yeah. if a, uh, essentially a homeless guy yeah because that's what he is he must spend all his time in the off in his office yeah well and, and then it is mentioned that he sleeps under his desk uh for yep. four nights a week right and then he has a apartment <laughs> in new york city that he retains his uh residency in yeah because he wants to uh stay on uh welfare essentially well, okay yeah like assistance yes and so he he doesn't tell anybody that he has this job it's all under the table <laughs> so we can assume creed bratton does not pay taxes yeah okay <laughs> so maybe that's what he's actually getting arrested for is that what they're getting for yeah, yeah. And not murderers like being a murderer take it away boys <laughs> take me away boys okay so we did get an email with a with a fan theory that is just so relevant to this episode that, okay that and um it's uh from curtis carmen oh, oh curtis yeah. so okay he got a call out right yeah yeah he he messaged me out of the blue one day he's like called out exclamation point <laughs> what i called him out on a podcast a couple weeks back yeah um, where we were talking about how nobody had sent us any emails yeah yet. so so he did he followed through and sent one in yeah and i'm gonna read Good it man. because it, it, it's it's Hell perfect yeah. for this episode and right. i absolutely love it okay let's talk so here it is from curtis creed isn't acting he stumbled onto the set of the office and thought it was an actual job and just sat down and pretended to work because he needed the money. Anytime the script has a callback to his history with the company, he is just making up his past with the company because he knows he snuck in. This is why he doesn't know what his job is when Holly asks him because he's just been faking it the whole time. Greg Daniels just thought he was an extra. <laughs> but, but, when he kept, but when he kept showing up in season two, he just went with it. And the writing staff's little game was to see what kind of crazy things they could get Creed before he figured out he didn't really work there and it was just to show. And this led to some pretty hilarious moments like Dwight's treasure shooting a dart at him. 
Dwight's treasure box. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. The dart. Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Yep. So, oh my god! So, <laughs> so you mean so, like Creed Brett? So this is kind of life Creed Brett. Yeah, this is like a fourth wall kind of theory. Okay. Like, so he he is not an actor, which he I don't think he was right. I don't like, think he was. No, I and I know so Craig Daniels once said, um, like, can can Creed even when they were deciding whether to keep Devin or Creed? That was really a decision that they were making once upon a time. Right. You know, Greg asked the team, like, does anyone know can Creed like act? Can he even act? Yeah. And, and you know, and then yeah. He sure can. Turns but, out. Uh, so, so the theory is he just wandered onto set on the NBC set and uh, just kind of sat down because he thought it was an office job. <laughs> 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 so all the, all the shenanigans uh, are, are just him. Um, and then once the, the writers get, get in on it, they, they kind of just see how far down the rabbit hole they can take it. They just keep going like it's some sort of weird joke. Who's going to like call, call it first? Yeah. Almost. Yeah. That's how long is it going to take him to figure out yeah. that he's not in a real office? Yeah, he's not in a real office and that we're now just messing with him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they think so. Okay. So Creed obviously thinks that the documentary crew really is a documentary crew, right? right and right. not, not normal. And I, you know, and he's just so oblivious. And that's proven when they yeah. are going through the betting episode yeah. and they're like, uh, Creed was eating an apple. I found a potato. I found a potato. Yeah. And to see yeah. if you'd notice the difference. Yeah. And nope, he just bites right he into that thing. Right <laughs> nope, doesn't notice at all. And <laughs> oh, my God. So I don't know. What do you guys think? I think uh, I think that this is absolutely great. I love it. I I don't know. I'm, I'm a, I will say this. I'm slightly confused on if it is like in the show altogether or in the the documentary of the show. So... I, I I believe it in the fact that he wandered in onto the set or into this office and sat down and started working. But you're saying that, or, or Curtis is saying. Yeah, don't put this on me. This is I'm Curtis. sorry, sorry. Curtis is saying. <laughs> coming after you, Kurt. Um, Kurt. You know what you did. <laughs> he's saying that, that he wandered onto the set entirely and then sat down. He was just so on the lot. He was even an further. Extra. Oh my gosh! So I like it, that. It's it, it's it ruins my e- my ethos. It's kind of breaking my brain into two yeah, pieces. It, right it now. is. It um, is. Because I I we do know that he wandered on to the the set, which right. is the office. Yep. He wandered. So that is a fact. Totally. You, you're just looking at it. Yeah, it's tough. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna vote no. Okay. <laughs> I just can't. I'll, I I can't wrap my head around it. I'll vote no too. But I do love. I the love idea it. it's of super the fun. hijinks in my head that are just happening as they're sitting in the writers' room. Like, yeah, what's the old guy's name? Creed. Okay. Yeah. Creed? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Creed. Okay. So let's write him in on here or whatever it is. Yeah. And they just like put in their I don't know Creed ad libs line or something in the script all the time. <laughs> one one defense I would maybe give to maybe he's right is maybe um in the healthcare episode you know because yeah. that was creed's first speaking role and it wasn't as creed right maybe he was just wandering around the set you know and they're like uh, oh are you here guy. for the are you here for the the voice role for the and creed's just like yeah yep. yes. yeah that's me yeah yep. that's what i'm doing they're like all right yeah cool read this and he just he just reads it with michael you know on the other end and then he gets back up and just goes and sits in his chair <laughs> i do love that yeah it seems like, I, and I, here's here's the other thing I, I completely buy in this aspect, is that anytime he's probably called on for anything from anybody, it, whether it be cast or staff or direction or whoever, right, 
I think back to when uh, Angela is asking people about what happened between Dwight and Roy so she can get to, get her rocks off. And, yeah. and he, he goes, she goes to create it. He says, he flips around his chair. He's like, he's like, uh, he's like the, the big guy comes in uh, yelling something about uh, something about the tall guy. Uh, yeah, I think Shrewd owed him money. I think, or something. Sh- I think he owed him money. Yeah. He's like, so then he pulls out a sock full of nickels. Yep. <laughs> and Shrewd, Shrewd pulls out a hairspray with a lighter. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> she's, like, she's like you're worthless you're and then he just puts his glasses back on flips back around to his <laughs> as if he's just completely unbothered yeah. <laughs> he's like so yeah you're right he uh, just tells people outlandish crap to get him to walk away and not be bothered anymore i love that all right oh, okay i think officially we're gonna shut it down hey, but that's did, a really fun theory to talk yeah. about did you say a no go oh, good no i'm sorry curtis okay. i love your i love your theory please send us more of them all right i'm just gonna just to be difficult i'm gonna say yeah that's totally what yeah, okay happened, <laughs> sure. sorry bud <laughs> so i don't know let's go around let's just do favorite creed moments i'm, and, I'm okay and, with that and just pass them around uh, uh aj you want to start i can i can start um, Creed Bratton is definitely one of these uh, characters for me that uh, I think is just very over the top, and like yes. he's like a comic relief to t- get you away from the norm normalcy of the office. You got to have that character in a TV show, especially in an American TV show. Um, but for Creed Bratton, I think my favorite, one of my favorite moments, uh, comes from Casino Night. Okay. Uh, for sure. Uh, I'm going to give you two because okay. Creed Bratton. Creed Bratton doesn't need the finer things in life. Yeah. No, he's not part of the finer things club. No. Uh, he doesn't need <laughs> fancy things like refrigerators <laughs> or 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 the luxury of a rearview mirror. Yeah. He doesn't need. <laughs> he doesn't need these things. Just have right? no idea who's behind me now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I think. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite thing, one of them is he's just going around and stealing things. Yeah. He's just stealing <laughs> chips during poker yes. night. He's a klepto for sure. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. for yeah. sure. He's just a klepto. He's like, I started stealing things a long time ago. He's like, I just started to, I just stopped caring. Yep, <laughs> I stopped caring a long time ago. <laughs> I, caring I like to steal things. <laughs> I just love stealing things. And he's like, they call his name and he wins the thing and he's like shaking chips out of his sleeve yeah. under the table. <laughs> Tonight's chip leader, <laughs> Creed Bratton. Creed Bratton, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, so, that's a good one. Uh, okay. Uh, also, the the subtlety of him jumping in there and saying, hey, boss, I grabbed this from my car, but I think it belongs in here. He's like, oh, Creed, you really get this place. He's like, yeah, no problem. I'll just have no idea who's driving behind me. me. <laughs> it's a, a disco, disco ball. ball. Yeah. <laughs> so he hangs from what would be a rear view mirror. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I just always thought that was all his subtleties, I think, are much better than the full-on um, like segments or episodes we get like of Creed. Yeah. You know? So okay. that's mine. Okay, so uh, one of my favorite, I guess, lines, you know, that he says is, uh, so you remember the episode in, um, oh, the cover-up? Yeah. Okay, when uh, Daryl is trying to kind of prank Andy, ends up kind of backfiring on him. Yes. About the printer setting on fire. And Creed walks by Andy, and he does the throat throat cut motion, you know, <laughs> and and then it cuts to him and, and says, uh, he says, <laughs> first of all, he calls Daryl Darnell, Darnell, <laughs> and he calls him a chump. Darnell's a chump. I, yeah, I would have done it for I would have done it for anything. I've done a lot more for a, a lot, lot less. less. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's uh, Darnell. And I think it's just, you know, his, uh, oh man, he's got so many, like when he, uh, he sits down at the table in the break room with Meredith and uh, they're talking about Philly and, and Meredith's like, that whole town smells like uh, cheesesteaks. And then Angela gets all offended and storms off and, <laughs> and she's, don't worry about, don't worry about her. She's the office bitch. Andrea is the office bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, creepy. Yeah. And then he introduces himself nice to, to me. her. He and starts eating Angela's, Angela's cereal. Food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just sits down, eats her food. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I mean, these are just so much Creed in a nutshell moments. Yeah. But Nick, what do you got? Uh, mine is when Creed and Jim are playing Scrabble in the break room, and Michael oh, yeah. comes in to interrupt Jim, and he tells him that they don't have time, and he slaps all of Jim's letters yeah. down on the board, and Creed takes this huge pause and goes. Challenge. Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that shit cracks me up so hard, but it's just like it's just delivered so perfectly. He takes this big long look at the board and then at Jim and goes, challenge. Yeah. yeah. And some of his best moments are he doesn't even speak. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like the blood drive episode. Yeah. Of him just like it's just one quick cutscene of him walking out of the van, he's stealing the blood. Yeah. Like yeah. he just went in there to steal the blood. <laughs> he just went in to steal the blood. <laughs> he does. You it's it's great that they keep this joke up going for like a long time, right? Yeah. Yep. Of him stealing things. It's it's so well done because and you really forget about it because when he does uh I believe it's Benny Hanna Christmas and he walks right in and he sees the toy drive bucket and he plucks that thing out. And he's just like, I think you're supposed to put a toy into the box there, Creed and a Merry Christmas a to you m- too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah. And he's, uh, I mean, he's got a lot of side businesses going. Let's just talk about that real quick. Okay. Yeah. Because he's, he's trying to make some money. Um, we already know that he's not paying taxes. I think we, we yep. can agree on that, right? He just does not seem like the type of guy to yeah. file taxes. But one of his side jobs, making fake IDs for underage kids. Underage kids, yeah. Yep, okay, from a, from a laminator machine he swiped from the sheriff's station. <laughs> yeah. So, stealing. stealing. <laughs> <laughs> and a nice little side business. Another one, apparently he knows how to uh, procure fake tapeworms and yeah. sell them to Kelly to, yeah. to lose some weight. That wasn't that was a tape. tape. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So just 100%. so many, so many things like that. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, uh, it was the Halloween episode where Michael was originally going to fire him and def- um, defi- decides to fire Devin. Right. And fire he, Devin. Fire Devin is terrible. terrible. <laughs> I'm so much better than he is. I'm so much better at my job than, than Devin is. is. Yeah. And so that kind of, you see maybe a little bit of he cares and that's like very very early on and then yeah. after that moment it is nothing he just yeah. like could not give a shit less no right he has no no cares in the world um and i know the a great example is the debbie brown situation debbie brown yeah. yep <laughs> and he's you know you know uh, once a week i'm supposed to spot check the the, the paper mill and of course the one year i blow it off <laughs> this happens <laughs> the one year i blow it off <laughs> Well, and he goes out of his way yeah, to frame Debbie Brown, and brilliantly then, done. Oh, by the way, and so much social engineering and like calling in and getting the information he needs yeah. to make the lie feasible. Yep, and then he sends a card around, has everyone put in a couple bucks to help her out. She has kids, yeah, and and then at the end of the she episode, throws the card away and takes the money. Yeah. Like, what a guy! Just, he just <laughs> he he just doesn't care. Nope. I stopped caring a long time ago, there and it is. really shows. 
yeah. there is where they're being downsized, and he is uh, like Craigslist selling all their computers all and shit yeah. to random strangers. Also hilarious. That's yeah. good. That's what, good. How much? How much money did he make? He made like is like. It's like uh, uh, twelve hundred bucks or something. Yeah, he's like, thanks. Made made twelve hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're all going to Poor Richards. Creed's buying yeah, shots. shots. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I I kind of have a theory that I want to throw around the table on Creed, like and maybe it. it's more of a what if, but we'll throw it around as a theory. Okay. So my theory is that Creed was instrumental in Jim and Pam's relationship. Okay, explain your work. Show, show your homework. Okay. So let's go back to the episode of the lecture circuit first. Yeah. Okay, where um, everyone is in the break room giving Andy advice on on how to ask out the gal. Right. You know that, and and uh, Creed says, just go up to her and kiss her. Have I ever steered you wrong, Jim? Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you take that. Now, I think that he did not just confuse Jim and Andy. I think that he was having a flashback to earlier in the seasons where he actually said, just go up to her and kiss her, Jim. Okay. And that would be during casino night. Okay. Casino night. Okay. And so we all know that episode. We love that episode. It's um, so the scene where he goes out, tells Pam that, you know, he's in love with her. She shoots him down because she's engaged, says, you know, I'm sorry if you were confused and whatever else. And he's heartbroken, goes back inside. When he goes back inside, he talks to Crete. Yeah. And Pam then goes upstairs to the office and calls her mom. Okay. Um, and Creed says to him, just go in there and kiss her. Right. And he says that. So then Jim sits on it a minute, goes upstairs, goes in, kisses her causing the downfall of Roy and Pam and the eventual marriage, kids, secretly buying parents' house, <laughs> <laughs> et cetera, of their whole relationship. I think that that in Lecture Circuit was a callback to advice that he gave Jim in the universe. Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, Let's, we can chew on this one a little bit. I like it. I think it's feasible. Yeah. Um, I think your counterpoint that could be made is just he's creed and senile. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I like I like your idea better. Yeah, <laughs> I, um, I think I think Jim would have to be feeling uh, even more vulnerable than anyone could possibly be feeling in this moment to be accepting advice from Creed Bratton. Um, but don't you think that he was? I mean, I think he was. I, that's what I'm saying. He I was think crushed. He, he was certainly vulnerable, but I'm saying more vulnerable than he even was. <laughs> than yeah. he even seemed. And, well, and, may, and maybe he thought, you know, Creed is tonight's chip leader. He's doing something <laughs> right. Maybe he's got some sort of info he can give me. I mean, he's he can steal anything. Maybe he can teach Jim how to steal Pam's heart. <laughs> Here's the thing. Oh my God. <laughs> Here's the thing. I like I you like to out? think that that Creed is like walking out the door as Jim is coming back in. Um, and it, Creed's lugging this mini fridge with him, and he says, "He's like, why so, why so long face there, Slim Jim?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yep. And he, uh, everybody in the office knew about Jim's crush because of the booze cruise episode. Sure. Yeah. So you, you can you can reasonably deduce that you know Creed maybe knew what he was sad about. He maybe, maybe he maybe. maybe had an idea. I mean, he, you had to think that. I mean, Creed's at the peak of his game, like you said. I mean, he's got a brand new mini fridge. He's living he's living good. Yeah. Right. And uh, I think maybe 
they were sitting at the bar and you know ryan had to come up order another seven and seven (laughs) (laughs) blend it if you can Uh, (laughs) blend it if you can how many maraschino cherries yeah (laughs) eight maraschino cherries blend it if you can (laughs) and uh and then creed was there drinking a victory drink for because of his new fridge and jim just kind of you know yeah. He just, he just said, "Go, just go kiss her." You like know? maybe uh, again. I think I have to add into like Creed's obliviousness if I'm going to make this work in my own head because <laughs> I think that Creed sees things and then he makes up his own stories, much like we do on this podcast. Sure. Uh, and <laughs> what, kind, <laughs> what kind of asshole does that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but Creed, that's what this podcast is exactly. <laughs> And so Creed, I like again. I like to think that like maybe he was walking out with that, and he saw he saw like Jim talking to Jan or something. Oh yeah, and it's like it just says you know girl problems, huh? Not yeah. knowing he's anything. Yeah, just, girl problems, huh? Oh, I know a thing or two. You just gotta go up and kiss her. Yep. And there it is. <laughs> and he's in his mind, he's thinking Jan. Jan. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I love that. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll let's add that in. And Jim just assumes he's talking about Pan. He's, he's, talking, he's about talking about Jan. <laughs> he thinks that Creed has this like low key sage wisdom. Right. Little does he know that like a broken clock is right twice a day. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, I think okay. I'm. You know what? I'm. I'm gonna let this. I'm gonna let this go. I, you let it I in. Like it. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm oh right my that. gosh. Okay. <laughs> it's locked in, guys. Creed was instrumental in the relationship of Jim and Pam. Yes. The catalyst relationship <laughs> was, of the show. He was a catalyst for him essentially wrecking the home. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I like that. I okay. like that a lot. All right. Um, what do you what do you think about are there any moments that you think are just too over the top with Creed? Uh, yes. All all of them. Oh, all, okay. of them. <laughs> all right. Well, moving on. Uh, <laughs> An I, example, when he comes in covered in blood yes. on Halloween. So <laughs> they say, and they say, uh, oh, yeah, they cut to him right. at the talking head. And he goes, oh, it's Halloween. That is really good timing. It's really good timing. Like, what is the explanation for that? The fact that they gloss over this and like there is more time spent on things outside of the office other than like them. They follow everyone around, but they don't follow Creed after him explaining that. Thank God. Like, yeah. what? Like, what are you going to try to chalk that up as? Him hunting in his work attire? Well, and I heard... He dropped uh, a large cranberry juice. Ah. And it exploded all over him. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. That's what they're going to give it for. I have no idea. <laughs> and, and again, like, we get another reference either to that or to another time that he's killed when they're doing uh oh uh, bourbon bells and bourbon yeah, bells, yeah, bells. Yeah. uh, uh bells bourbon bullets and bourbon, bourbon. There, there it is yeah. <laughs> there it is thank you that should have been the name of that our, was one of our podcast <laughs> that was one of I, our I, office I trivia questions one night i remember <laughs> that's right yeah. bells bullets and bourbon bells bullets and bourbon and uh and so all right, we're also officially changing the name to bells because <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't like scotch <laughs> we hate scotch <laughs> Well, this we is a little all-encompassing. <laughs> so, but the fact that he walks in, he's like, hey, boss, sorry I'm late. He's like, what's going on? He's like, sir, there has been a murder. He's like, <laughs> yep. And oh, you are a suspect. And you are a suspect. Oh, great. I'll just go ahead and get myself settled, and then I'll come and join in. And he just runs Takes out. Takes off. He just leaves. 
So he's got to like he's just gonna go cover this up. Do we hear from Creed again for like another episode or two? I, I, you know, sometimes he feels like we need to see like a flow chart of him actually being in episodes because like he's probably in every episode in some fashion. Maybe just doesn't have a speaking role. Yeah, but maybe not. You know, because he yeah. kind of like you think about some catalyst episodes and it's I can't even picture where Creed was Correct. on some of them. But I will say back to your point of like the following Creed around one of the writers. And I heard this on another office podcast, the office ladies podcast. I think it was that one. Okay. Um, one of the writers did have an idea for an episode where they would just like follow Creed <laughs> and it was just going to be like Creed solo episode. Yeah. And they just follow him and see all the hijinks that he gets in when he's not in the office. And I wish so much that they would have done that episode. Okay, so that would have been outstanding. Even as just like the little web miniseries. Or like that could have been. been like a web miniseries. Give me yeah. like a 15-minute episode of that. Yeah. Give oh. me I'll tell you I'll tell you this. So okay, this is gonna be a great thing to play. I think I think we can do this. I think we can riff this. Okay. What do you th- what are some things that you think could have happened that are referenced in the show, but we could have had full seeing eye of watching Creed do these hijinks, right? I'll give you an example. Him going to the Chinese restaurant yeah. and eating food yeah. and, <laughs> and getting the picture taken. And not paying, yes. getting kicked out. I think that there would be a whole mini episode alone of him going to the, the homeless shelter and getting pea soup getting on, pea soup. split yes. pea soup on Wednesdays. <laughs> he probably has a big friend group, you know, that he hangs out with there. Yeah. I would love to see what he could steal from. <laughs> I want to see him interacting with high school kids yeah. uh, while he's going through and doing like the fake ID business. Absolutely. Yeah. I also think that it's pretty safe to say, and not to not to side John too much here, I think it's pretty safe to say Creed's a drug dealer for marijuana uh, at least. <laughs> oh, yeah. When Dwight finds the joint in the parking lot and he's doing the interviews in the conference room <laughs> yep. and he hands him the picture and Creed proudly and confidently announces, this is... Northern Lights, Lights Cannabis, Cannabis Indica. Indica. Yeah. He says, no. No. It's marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's got to be some sort of, he, well, he's got to be some sort of drug dealer. He's like, another thing you could see is him going and like finding drugs, giving bad prescriptions like yeah. to, to a pharmacy or like, he's because he's like vetting, vetting Meredith for like yeah. what painkiller she yeah. saw. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, Vicodin? Oxycontin? <laughs> like, Percocets? What? What? <laughs> I don't know. I think... <laughs> yeah. Can I, can I go back? I want to change what maybe my favorite Creed line is. <laughs> okay. And it is in the episode where Ryan gives everybody the blackberries. Yeah. And uh, Creed has gone and has undone his tie in his top button and rolls his sleeves up and dyed his hair black with the printer toner. Printer toner. And Ryan is in the break room and he comes in and he goes and looks at the uh, vending, vending machine and leans up against it and goes, Hey, boss, can we get some Red Bulls in these things? Yeah. Sometimes a guy's just got to r- ride the bull. No one ever Later See, skater. Yeah, he's a, he says like, uh, God, what is he? he calls him dude during that process, yeah. too. He says, later skater. And yeah, then heads skater. out. That shit is hysterical. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fantastic. We, we could have we could have easily seen him like, I, I would have loved to have the footage of him like toning his hair. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, I've, I, I know... From first hand, we have a close friend of the podcast, Corey Holland, yeah, uh, who exploded <laughs> a container of toner at our workplace one time. <laughs> 
he took it out because it was registering as empty, and he took it out and went to uh, just give it a little jostle because we were told, oh, you just shake it a little bit. And he proceeded <laughs> yeah. to rock this thing like a goddamn maraca and just sent toner everywhere. <laughs> and, like, it's still there. It's still there. <laughs> I would love to see the mess that Creed made doing that with his oh hair. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, yeah, now what else we got? Um, how many times... He goes to the quarry to throw things down there. Yeah. Hey, man, I live over by the quarry. We should <laughs> throw things in there. Yeah, we totally should. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many like outside outside of the office creedisms that we we could yeah. have had that oh, I think. Yeah. You could have followed him to New York, you know, yeah. and seen his like apartment. What if it was like a really sweet apartment <laughs> loft in New York, yes. you know? I want to know what he's like as a dad. He talks about the things he loves at one point. He says, "I love my kids." Yeah. I'm like, "What is Creed like as a dad?" <laughs> Well, and I don't think he knows how many kids he has because <laughs> he makes that comment in that one episode. He's like, I could have been with a, you know, homosexuality yeah. doesn't bother me. I, I've been know. with a lot of women outside in the rain. It's possible that a man could have slipped what in there who would have known. No <laughs> There'd be no way of knowing. There'd be no way of knowing. <laughs> possible a man slipped in there. There'd be no way of knowing. And that's and his that's, creed. That's, that's, he he is so like relaxed uh, when he's with uh, when they're at the I believe it's the party for Robert California that he ha- has in his house. Oh yeah, he's getting the wine party, or and whatever. he's just oh, hanging yeah. out in like a speedo by the pool, like playing guitar. And yeah, stuff. <laughs> bro, I want to know how much shit Creed stole from Robert California. Oh yeah, Robert yeah. California was just handing out incredible wines to people. Yeah. I want to know the stuff that Creed stole from that house. I, oh, man. I want to pivot this episode one second and go to, would we, Would you go to the Robert California party? Because I, I would 100% I would, go, I would go and party at Robert California's yeah. house. That yes. would be a totally fun party. That, that looks like a banger of a party. You mean you mean that I'm going to be able to go and just raid all that enormous amazing wine cellar yeah. yeah and then also drink it while i'm just in the pool in the pool just yeah. bottles uh, from the bottle in the pool Every, like just yeah. in indoor pool too yeah. i mean yeah. you could be in that thing all night all night yeah robert california knows how to get into it and i'll yeah. say because he talks about at one point coming in and uh having a one-man saturnalia and he got into some spanish reds and how do i phrase this some Colombian whites. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, Jesus. I can't wait. I can't wait until we really do get to dive into some of those characters who who I would call not guest stars per se, but yeah. but they Definitely do like have B or C list. B or C list guys like Robert California. I would even throw D'Angelo into there. I know he was a guest star that we kind of talked about, but he did have a series. You know, you've. Um, I I think Charles Minor is one of those that's in this like gray area. Yeah, you got a lot of these guys that I think they have a nice run of episodes. Yeah, I would probably call them like level C. Level C. Yep. Yeah, because okay. Creed is probably level B. That's level B. Yeah, yep. he's not in the main casting. Yeah, Creed, you're Meredith. You're like your people who are you're like your yeah. real fringe sort of main characters. Yeah. yeah, and like I would even consider like Angela A. You know, yeah. like because her her, yeah, her she's got a big story. Yeah, her her Later whole storyline with with Dwight and everything yeah. kind of makes her you know, Turns and then obviously you have your like your core five or whatever that everyone knows, right? And yeah. then, but then yeah, I would say like a Robert California, a, Char- a Charles Minor, mm-hmm. you know, Nelly. They're right. all they're yep. all C's. Yeah, yep. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I think I, I can't wait. That'll be a fun episode yeah. to really dive in. And, and yes, I will just cap that off by saying absolutely. I would be at that party. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, we, I think the three of us would probably be somewhere around like Gabe and Ryan. Trying oh, to, like, yes. Keep up. Yeah. <laughs> keep going, boys. Yep. <laughs> we would be following him around. I, no, you know what? I, we would be just. It's you know not what? a We'd party if you don't do something that scares yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this is—it's uh, just one of those moments that, like, it turned into such a—I I think it turned into such an iconic moment, and people don't really give it the appreciation yeah. that it needed. That is a now. really good episode. It really is. Oh, yeah, he, there were some great episodes in there. Yeah, so. and this is—that's the kind of stuff that I—I I do wish that they would have done more with <laughs> some of the characters. That that this that this happened with, right? Like, just, like Creed. Go ahead. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm just remembering uh, Aaron trying to flirt with Dwight. And Dwight said, you want to wrestle, you little hick? And yeah. throw her in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Just putting that vision. God damn it. Oh, oh I'm, shit. I'm sorry. Please continue. I'm just sad that like they didn't like they didn't try to elaborate like that with some of the characters we already had, like Creed. Yeah. And I think it would have been oh, hilarious to see that. They did the they did the accountants mini webisodes or whatever yeah. the mini series there and like I think we absolutely could have had and you could have just called it Quabity Ashwitz like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> him spot checking the mill but it's actually he's like hey boss got to go do a spot check at the mill yeah and it's just him fucking off yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's just off like running some grift that day. yeah. 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 Oh my god, that would have been so excellent. We should have brought in like the OG Creed thoughts too to this thing. Oh, I and know. discuss those. But you know, we follow I follow Creed on on social media on TikTok and he's got some freaking weird TikToks. Oh yeah. He's I got one sent to me man. on our on the Scotch and Splenda TikTok. Someone messaged me one of the one of the Creed uh uh TikToks and it's like a whole alien thing. I was like I, I literally hashed, I, I, I messaged back and all I said was hashtag Creed thoughts. Hashtag like, Creed thoughts. <laughs> if, you, if you are here from TikTok, tag at Creed Bratton or whatever his TikTok handle is in our channel in some of these videos. We would love to loop him in on some of this stuff. And see I think he'd be into are. it. I think he'd be hilarious on this, especially on yeah. whatever we do for this episode. Yeah www.creedthoughts.gov.www slash creedthoughts. Check it out. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> so, by the way, one of the first the first paragraphs that is on the Creed shot, Creed Thoughts like Screenshot. screen there, it says, Creed Thoughts with an exclamation mark. And it says, hey everyone out there in cyber world, spelled like Siberia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's old Creed Bratton coming at you again. Here from your here from my perch as a quality assurance manager at Dunder Mifflin Paper. Just a few observations on the world around me. And then the next thing says, what do you guys think is the best kind of car? To me, you can't beat motorcycles. They're small and dangerous. <laughs> They're small and dangerous. It's your favorite kind of car. Car. Mine is motorcycle. (laughs) I love it. This is the kind of stuff we could have had. I know. And and I'm so sad we didn't get more of it. And Uh, and I really hope that 
as the super fan episodes like start to come around more, yeah. they maybe maybe we do get a little bit more creative because I we're getting that, to the point where he's getting a little bit more prominent after yeah. season four. Yep. You know, I think uh, they could have gone through and just even done uh, Creed doing like a voiceover narration yeah. of reading whatever the Creed thoughts were. Have them like three or four minute videos just over like B roll footage of Creed doing random shit. Yeah. Yes. That would have been outstanding. Absolutely brilliant shit. I love there. it. <laughs> you know, okay, a couple things I want to just note real quick about Creed before we, before of, of we course. end this thing. One, dude plays guitar. And yeah. he's gonna yeah. get grassroots. Grassroots band, man. Fact. Yes. Like, so that's awesome. So he's he's a musician. Absolutely. He's, one he's also very cultured. He speaks Chinese. He's got yeah. friends in China. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he uh he uh he understands pirate code, but he doesn't speak it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so he's obviously very cultured. It's obvious. <laughs> obviously. Uh he's also definitely a murderer. Oh uh, yes. Uh, and of something he has yes. killed. Yes. I'm, for for a guy who probably dodged the war, he's killed a lot. Yep. So. Oh my yep. god, he definitely draft dodged he Vietnam. Definitely did. Yeah, for oh. sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh god, and I want to know how he did it so bad. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> there's probably a great story yes. there. Yeah. 100%. Oh. All right. That is that is definitely one of my favorite things. I'm, can we just end on maybe some positives here? Yeah. Sure. Um, um, I will come back to uh, one of my favorite things that I totally forgot about was a deleted scene of Creed. It was in the deleted scenes like on the DVD, and now I believe it's a part of the Super Fan episodes. So if you go to Booze Cruise, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a moment in the Booze Cruise where the guitarist on the band takes a break, and Michael goes up and starts trying to add in more crap to yeah. his yeah. inspirational <laughs> speaking bull crap, right? And, and he comes through again, and he starts trying to play Smoke on the Water, mm-hmm. like really terribly. <laughs> And Creed walks up. He's like, "Hey, boss, you mind if I uh, give that a shot?" And he says, "Yeah, sure, sure. You know, I think it's like I think it's like out of tune." But then he goes and turns to the band and just Marty McFly's this band and says like blues, blues, B, blues, and comes back and brings the band in on this awesome riff and tears the guitar apart yes. and gives this amazing like callback to his time as the, in the grassroots. Yeah, yep. it's so great. That's really cool. Um, okay, my last final. Creed little snippet. Last Creed thoughts. And it's going to go on the music <laughs> yeah. with, along with your music one. Right. Is uh, Michael's last Dundies. Okay. When they go back to the office and they sing uh, 9,986,000 minutes. Yes. So Creed's line that he contributed to that song is, I watch you when you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Before Oscars, I forgive you for kissing, kissing me. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a perfect line for him to say. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. So. All right. That's where I'm going to leave it. Okay. Yeah. Anything, I, Nick? I think that everything great that could be said about Creed has pretty much been said. But yeah, I think that Creed's, Creed's what he brings to the show for me is, like you said, just the comedic relief of absolute ridiculousness yeah. of just over the top unrealistic nonsense which is just the best break from some of the monotony that they have in the office for sure yep i uh, think uh, michael did the right thing and fired devin and fired devin yeah yeah well what, what the heck was devin gonna do he seemed too normy well he ended up he must not have been ugh, he definitely didn't have any dr- he ended up homeless in new york after 
Michael fired it. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it was in a, it's in a deleted or it's in the extended <laughs> uh, cut, and it's the Valentine's Day Valentine's Day episode when Michael goes to New York to uh, to meet David Wallace and do the whole you know get his the, favorite slice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Get his favorite slice of pizza. Yeah, I've got to go find this again. <laughs> yeah, and so then, but then he it's like a it's the original tag that they cut for time, and he's walking down the street and he sees Devin and he's homeless begging for money. Oh my! God. And Devin's like Michael. <laughs> Michael and then Michael just takes off running and Devin chases him and that's how the episode ends that is so dark that is really bad that's yeah. so dark this is what happened because Creed yeah because yeah, Creed oh my god so Creed was a homeless man and then caused somebody yeah. else to be a homeless man holy cow circle of life that's baby. what it is and so. on that note that is Creed Bratton that's Creed Bratton <laughs> our first look at Creed Bratton I hope it's not the last uh, but we really do appreciate you guys coming around and doing it with us. Um, thank you so much for suggesting it. This is what happens when you guys are out there and chatting with us on our social media. Okay. Yep. Send us that email, scotch and Splenda podcast at gmail.com. Make sure you're getting at us on all social media platforms. It's just scotch Splenda at scotch Splenda. No ampersand, no and just at scotch Splenda. Um, and next week, what are we talking about, guys? Next week, we are t- talking about pranks. 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 In honor of it being April Fool's Week. April <laughs> Fool's. <laughs> so we're going to cover some of the best and some of the most over the top and maybe even um, kind of vote on which pranks we think would have gotten Jim fired if, if this was a real office. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, for sure. Fair enough. Okay. So, I like it. Uh, well, either way, guys, we really appreciate you being here with us. And... Uh, we can't wait to hear more from you uh, when you're leaving your review. Five stars on Spotify, but you got to get over to Apple. And uh, Apple Podcasts, you can write a review and also leave us your fan theory. Yes. yes. And if you can't do it there, reach out anywhere on social media to us. It's just Scotch Splenda, at Scotch Splenda, on just about any social media platform. And if you can't do it there, then you've got one last option, and that is... Scotch and Splenda podcast at gmail.com uh, to reach out and leave us a voicemail, write us an email, write us a fan theory, whatever you've got to do whenever you can. Send okay? us a voice recording. We'll put you on the podcast. We yeah. Would, we would love to hear Bet. your voice here on the show with us. Uh, anywhere on social media, you can find me. I'm AJ Venz, AJ A Y V E N S. That's AJ Venz, anywhere on social media. What about you, Beach? You can also find me on Instagram and TikTok with I am the Beach. That's Beach B E E J. Follow me on both of those platforms. Uh, you can find me, Nick Morella, at just about anything at Nick Morella. That's N I C K M E R U L L A. Find me at uh, Twitch. That's where you'll probably see the most action from me. Otherwise, you can see me on uh, Twitter if you like beer and whiskey stuff. Find me on Instagram at Morella Nick. Because uh, and I've done some I've done some research on this. I, I falsely accused him of being from New Jersey. That bastard Nick Morell is from Philadelphia. <laughs> what a who guy. follows me? Followed me out of spite on Instagram. But you can uh, you can follow me there on uh, Morell and Nick. All right, guys. Thanks again so much for listening to Scotch and Splenda. Next time we will catch you on the flippity flip. On the flippity flip. On the flippity flip. <laughs> Goodbye. <Bye. laughs>